I'm here with head coach Mike Coriel of the Trenton Generals for episode four of the Trenton Generals Manager Show. How are you today, coach? Doing well. Excited about tonight's playoff game. And the Gens are hot coming into the playoffs tonight on Friday. They're six and one in their last seven, seven and two in their last nine games. But coach, let's start with last weekend. You guys were fighting with the Matrix at the time for that fourth seed. You took on a third place Metro side in the doubleheader last Saturday. Uh, not only did you guys jump out to an early lead, but Ryan Jerboski got the start and was excellent. Six innings, one run, one walk, three hits, and he struck out five. That was his longest outing of the season. His previous longest was four innings. Uh, what can you say about Drombo's ability to just go out there and dominate for all six innings? Never really looked like he was getting tired. He certainly has the tools, and he didn't really get a chance to, to pitch that long for us this year. And we were kind of short on pitching on Saturday, and I said to him, hey, you know, the ball's yours as long as you can go. And, you know, for a day that was easily 100 degrees while playing on turf, uh, he did an excellent job. I mean, I was I always have conversations with the third baseman of anybody we play as I stand there in the coaching box. And the third baseman was saying, man, his ball was moving. And, you know, for them to admit that, that's really something. And was there any conversation about bringing him out for that seventh inning? Not really. Um, we... Uh, he really extended into the sixth. He was really out of gas. Um, you know, it, it, as much as we wanted to win that ball game, you know, you don't want to push things that maybe it was just a little too long and it made a, might affect him for this weekend. Uh, we knew that worst case scenario, we finished, finished fifth instead of fourth and we'd have to go up to the matrix. But so, you know, and, and I had confidence that, you know, our, our other pitchers could finish. Unfortunately, it didn't work out in that first game. Yeah, and going off of that, so we saw Coburn, Trevor Coburn come in to start the seventh. He struggled a little bit to find the plate. You brought Tony St. John in. And St. John's been one of your better pitchers this season, and one of the big things that stands out to me has been his control. But unfortunately, he was tagged for three hits, uh, and you guys fell 4-3 on a walk-off single. Uh, you know, what do you, was there any, you know, pinpoint that you thought might have caused St. John's struggles, or was it just, you know, a case of not having enough time to warm up? It seems like Ant has been bitten by balls that just find holes on him all year long. And the first one was, you know, him walking a guy is very unusual. Uh, but then he got a ground ball just to the right of first base that Chris Reeder fielded but just couldn't come up with a, a throw to first base or that's out number two and everything looks great. Um, you know, the next kid hits a ball hard. Our center fielder tracks it down, you know, and it's three, two man on first. The next kid really hurt us. He hit a, a bomb triple to center and the next kid hits a harmless ground ball. Unfortunately, it's right in that five, six hole ball game over. And so how not much you can do. Mm hmm and how frustrating is that, you know, from a coach's standpoint, to play a complete six innings where you guys were up three to one, you did a nice job on the hitting and the pitching side, and then and then blow it in that final seventh inning? Well, you never like to lose a game at all. Uh, but, you know, this is a second-place club we're playing, and 
it's certainly, even though we lost it, it's a game we, we should have won. And so there is some confidence derived from that, that, hey, there's nobody we, we can't play with in this league. And then we saw you guys bounce back in a big way in game two with that 3-1 win. Uh, you know, while the offense has been thriving during that four-game win streak and, and throughout these, these the last few weeks or so, uh, your pitching really picked up the offense in that second game of the doubleheader. Uh, you know, and that's what good teams do. So what can you say about the job Hudzileski, Coburn, and Luzak did in game two, uh, especially in that seventh with that tying run at the plate? Well, for as nice as that field is, uh, being a turf field, the mound was horrendous. Uh, the, there was a hole in front of the rubber, which was a good four inches deep. And the landing spot was, without exaggeration, eight inches deep and it it, yeah and in fact Hudge actually altered his his pitching motion so that his landing foot didn't land in that hole landed about four inches shy of it that's never a good thing Uh, but he managed to make it work Uh, he threw a solid five innings um, and then you know we we brought or I guess four innings we brought Coburn back uh, I have confidence in, in all our pitchers. And, and, you know, Coburn was down after for really not being able to throw any strikes. But he came in in that second game, figured it out, and did his inning. And then, you know, we, we got a nice close. So our, our pitching's been there pretty much all year. There's been a couple of hiccups. But pretty much all year we've been able to, to, to pitch with anybody. And as long as our, our hitting continues – you know, our biggest bugaboo really has been our, our fielding, but um, certainly on a turf, you know, we, we fielded really well. And then we kind of brought that back home with us. And so then turning into this week, you guys lock up that four seed and then, a, you know, a, a few forfeits around the league leads to you guys scheduling a game against the Blazers. Uh, what was that conversation like deciding to play not just any team, but the first place team in the division rather than another team? Well, the Blazers are such a good team. Uh, they're, they, you know, they have some really good players, really good hitters, really good fielders. Um, that, you know, that's the kind of game you want to play. Uh, we, we didn't, I didn't want to play against a, a team that as, as a, a throwaway game. And in fact, I even said before the game to their manager, uh, hey, if you want to, you know, do free substitution or something, I really don't care what you do. And he said, no, no, we're going to play this straight up, which said to me, they really wanted to play a real game. And that was fantastic. Uh, and, and what a great game. And, you know, we, we got off to an early lead in that one. And uh, our pitching, you know, guys threw no more than two innings. And one guy after another came in, threw strikes, had command, and we really, you know, end up with a one hitter against a really good team. Uh, that's saying something. Yeah, and how tough is that? Because you're asking seven different guys to be on top of their game that night, and they all were. You know, just talk about the effort that you saw from your pitchers uh, and, and how much confidence that gives you guys going into the playoffs. Well, it certainly is a, a confidence boost because each pitcher was able to do his job. And it's just so nice because we have nine innings tonight, and if we win that, we have 18 innings tomorrow. Uh, you know, split that. and We've got another nine on Sunday. 
so, you know, we're going to need all our pitchers. And, you know, we haven't asked our pitchers to pitch too many innings this summer. We respect the fact that this is summer ball. And these are kids that are going to have to throw that through not only this spring, but are going to probably throw this fall. So we're not asking them to, to uh, do too much. Uh, but that means we need to count on more pitchers. And they've just been doing an excellent job this year. And, uh, you know, the more, the more success they have, certainly the more confidence they're going to have. And then at the plate in that Tuesday game, you guys got to the left-hander Jake Roos, who coming into that game had a just over one ERA. And just, just talk about your team's ability to go right at Reese from the get-go and, and really give your pitching some cushion early. We've got a lot of young ball players, and a lot of this season is a learning experience for them. I think we have four or five guys that, you know, haven't faced that level of college pitching before. And it takes a while to develop that, that confidence to get up there and, and, and be the hitter you can be and not the, not the hitter you hope to be. And hitting with confidence is huge. Um, I, I talk about it all the time that, you know, even with these kids, you know, they all, they want to get better. And I say, you're, you're, you're not going to be nearly as good as the hitter you're going to be in two years. And they look at you and I was like, nope, you, you come see me in two years. You'll know what I was talking about. Uh, but for what, who they are, it's been fantastic uh, to see a guy like Ferry to take a little direction about, hey, try this. You're doing this wrong. Try this. Uh, and then to see him have immediate success with it. It's huge. And our hitters have been so fantastic. You know, we get that lead and then we get first and second in the, it was either the sixth or the seventh. I want to say the seventh. And I asked our four-header, uh, Aiden McNally, to put down a sacrifice. Uh, we've been playing this year as a team. And, you know, to, to get these kids to buy into it that, hey, we want to win. The heck with me. I want us. And, you know, that's huge. And it really builds a team camaraderie. It really builds a sense of this is something we want to accomplish. Not what I want to accomplish, but what we want to do. And, you know, he puts a, a, a sack bunt down. Uh, we don't get to run in with the next hitter. But once again, Ferry comes up with a base hit up the middle, two more runs, huge runs in a game like that. And now looking ahead to the playing game. Uh, you guys will face the Matrix, who you've seen a lot recently in a winner-take-all game. Uh, how do you take advantage of this matchup after seeing this team four times in the past two weeks? Well, we have a pretty good sense of what their hitters can do. Um, we, you know, we know their their tactics now. You know, whether they change that up for this, who knows? Uh, but we stack up well. They don't really play much of a running game. Uh, they they plan on hitting it and hitting it far. Uh, the, the spaciousness of, of Moody Park plays into our hands because we have a lot more contact hitters, a lot more line drive hitters. And we have a great outfield with a lot of, a lot of speed that can chase down balls that, you know, you can hit it 380 to center field, we're going to catch it. You know, you can hit it 360 into the gaps, we're going to catch it. And that helps our pitching that, you know, they, they know that they've got defense behind them. You know, we've got Moody Park now to a, point where the field is playing very true 
uh, a credit to our, our the Ewing Rec uh, guys that have really worked so tirelessly on the field to get it to college level uh, specs. And you know, you put it all together, and, and we're supremely confident coming into this game. And and what's that mentality that you have to have in a going into a winner take all game like this? It's you just got to leave it all on the field. Whatever happens, happens. But don't feel like you you left something behind. Don't feel like you should have done something that you could have gone harder or concentrated more. Uh, this is the time where nothing matters but the game, but the you know the the pitch itself. And everybody's got to concentrate a little bit more and make sure that they're taking care of business. And coach, let's end on this. Last year, you were part of a championship winning team in the Gens. Uh, how do you take the experience that you gained from last year's run and try to translate that into a deep postseason run with a completely different Gens team this year? Well, I, I was on the outskirts of that team. I can't really take any credit whatsoever for that. That was uh, last year's coaches and, and Mike Olson, of course. Uh, but I've been around baseball for an awful long time now. And, you know, I played in a lot of, of uh, pressure situations. Or I should, I've played in a few, but I've also coached in a bunch. And, you know, there, there's a, a calmness that you really need to exude uh, for these guys and, and just say, hey, look, we've, I've been here. I know what to expect. Uh, and, and a lot of these guys have been there too. So you just ask them to go out and play the game simply the way they they know how and coach your team will be taking on the matrix tonight on friday for a play-in game in the first round of the playoffs to advance to tomorrow in the potential doubleheader best of three series in the second round good luck to you coach thank you very much see you out there